Welcome to the Queen Player, a lifestyle podcast. Get inspired by our latest tips and information about small business, entrepreneurship, natural hair, travel, food, and even relationships. Stay tuned for another great episode. I am your host, Renee Patrice. Welcome back to my podcast, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in once again. Uh, Yeah, you know, it's June and we're going to talk about Juneteenth uh, all month long. (laughs) So whoever's going to get tired of it, oh well. But I wanted to bring this to you because this was just, this was such a win. And, um, (laughs) oh lordy, I tell you the things that we deal with in this world. But anyway. As you guys know, or if I don't know if you guys were paying attention, but I did talk about it on here where we had the situation with Walmart um, choosing to sell a Juneteenth uh, uh, situation ice cream gate, whatever you want to call that went down. Of course, we know that they pulled them from the shelves and so on and so forth. The company that actually um, trademarked Uh, Juneteenth, uh, the Belgium company. Now, they are far from an inclusive company. Um, From what we can understand, we don't see any representation on their website. And apparently there's no uh, black people on their board either. So my thing is, why would you want to take a sacred day as such and use it for white capitalism? Is is that really what it is? I don't know. Whatever. I'm not going to dig too deep into that. But anyway, when I went to go look up their trademark, it was all in the food space because if you go on the Belgium website, it's all about, you know, uh, food and food science and, you know, these sort of things. So they're in that space. Now, was it against the law for them to do it? No. Was it an extremely poor taste? Absolutely. This is the time to amplify a black founded and run business. You know what I mean? This is the top. This is where Walmart could have said they already have a black owned and operated ice cream company in the store that they carry both Walmart and Target and a few other places as well. Right. Cream Malicious is a black founded and owned ice cream company that is cranking out ice cream on a national level. They are in Target, they are in Walmart, and a few other national stores as well. Why would you not just highlight the sister that started that business? You know what I mean? And and the fact that you had the same flavor ice cream, it was like a, a red velvet swirl or something, and you made the same ice cream and then wanted to... Listen, again... It's just, it's just in poor taste. It's in horrible taste. Like, it's, there's no boundaries 
with folks who do these type of things. I have no problems with black companies selling Juneteenth wear or whatever. This is something that belongs to us as a people. I would love to see, in my humble opinion, I would love to see a black founded and owned uh, corporation business um, that deals with raising capital um, and helping small businesses. I would love to see them get that trademark. I would love to see them capture that just for the fact that we know how it's going to go. And whatever proceeds that are coming in, of course, businesses have to run. I understand that. But there should be some sort of fund that helps black businesses get off of their feet, helps fund black ideas. Because people may have the best ideas, but they don't have the capital in order to get their stuff off the ground. That is what I would love to see. But, you know, that's in my perfect world in my mind. But regardless of the fact, um, in the last uh, week or so, well, I'll say 10 days or so, um, we now have come to know that, of course, we know uh, Walmart pulled their ice cream from the shelves and anything else that they had going on that was really crazy. And what we have found also is that the Belgium Corporation has decided to completely abandon the trademark. So they have filed what is called, if you know anything about trademarking and copywriting, I'm not going to go into all the details here. If you check my Elevation Entrepreneur um, episodes, you'll see one done with a lawyer, uh, Ms. Arefo. She covered a lot of trademark and copyright things. So you can go back and listen to that. Um, you can go back and listen to that episode. I'm sorry, I've got like all these little things going off. <laughs> all these electronics that we live with in this world. Okay, so the Belgium Corporation filed an express abandonment, right? And that is a patent application that can be expressly abandoned by way of filing a written declaration of abandonment identifying the application in the United States Patent and Trademark Office, right? Express abandonment comes into effect when an appropriate official of the PTO takes action thereon. So basically, in layman's terms, that means they said, we don't want any parts of this uh, trademark any longer. So it is open for, um, you know, anybody else who wants to go after it. But I would behoove the next person or corporation that is going to choose to apply for this trademark. Um, please have something to do um, I would love it to be black owned. I'm going to say it need to be black owned. It need to be black founded and owned company, but whatever it is, um, it needs to. It needs to make sense. It needs to support the black community. And I'm not talking about another white corporation coming in and saying, oh, but we're going to give all the money to black folks. Nah. This is something, there's certain things that just need to be owned and operated, curated, and come to fruition through the black diaspora. And this is one of those things. So 
I know that there are other people trademarking other Juneteenth type phrases like Juneteenth uh, joy or happiness or, you know, I've seen some of those as well that are actually connected to black organizations or black individuals. And that's cool. You know, I have no problems with black organizations and individuals selling Juneteenth where I myself have a a line of Juneteenth t-shirts, which have done very well, you know, and just know that you're helping a black business. You know, all of what Juneteenth even comes from is people who should not have been enslaved in the first place were enslaved, but then for over two years didn't even know that they were free. And then had to turn around and reverse engineer their entire lives. Like, okay, now we're, we're, what are we going to do? What are we going to create? They had to create something out of nothing. You know what I mean? So that is the spirit of this. That is the, the, the labor, (laughs) literally the labor of all of this so i would love to see it go anybody who does get this you know this trademark down the road that it goes to a black uh started business you know black founded and run business and that it goes towards um black entrepreneurs and people starting young people even starting their businesses who may not have the capital to be able to do it i would love to see that that would be That would be, I think, in the spirit of what Juneteenth is really all about. And it was about, I mean, just the struggle of folks who should have never been enslaved to begin with. And then they had to completely just, you know, try to figure out what they were going to do. Some some of these enslaved were abandoned on the plantations and things that they worked on. You know, some there was a lot of, you know, masters and all these other kind of people that were just walking away from their from their businesses because it was no longer lucrative for them anymore. You know, and we took something out of nothing and we still made it work because that's what the black people do. Okay, that's what we do. And we are resilient, resilient people. And that shows all over the world, you know, all over the world. The African diaspora is strong. So it's not just a word. It's not just a time in history. It's a legacy, you know, and to take a legacy and like, you're just going to profit off of it. And then with, you're not even an organization that is even, um, adjacent to the black community in any kind of way you know the fact that you don't have anybody black on your board and no noticeably um connection with black people not even on your website that's kind of disturbing don't you think you know so i'm glad that they backed off of it and decided to um basically uh pull their paperwork and good it needed to happen it absolutely needed to happen and let that be a lesson to any other uh company that's going to come forward you know think about what you do before you do it you know it's the the whole thing with walmart having to do this whole apology and and the thing what was even more embarrassing i think for walmart is the fact that you have a black owned ice cream company on your roster 
that's already in your stores and has been in your stores for a little while now. So why wouldn't you just highlight that sister and let her shine at this time? You know, like that's, it's very problematic when we see these things, but we can't just sit by and do nothing. And I'm glad the black community spoke up and really tweeted and posted and reposted and, you know, really put pressure, um, you know, on this organization to make it right, you know, and though they'll never be able to completely absolve themselves of this, I'm glad that they at least took the first steps to kind of turn this around. And again, whoever is going to take up the baton of owning this trademark, I wish you well with it. I really do. I wish that black owned and run and founded company I wish them well with it. I really do. Because I think it's important for this to stay within our own community. Just everything that we have been through through this, you know, life here, everything that we have gone through, everything that we will still continue to experience because evil is just evil. (laughs) You know, we can't think that we're going to cure everybody of what evil they have in their heart. But this is definitely a step in the right direction. And I am glad that it happened. And I'm glad that somebody came to their senses over there and said, okay, we can't do this. And it just shows how much power our people have when we stick together. Okay? Anyway, I just had to put my commentary on that. So now... What I need you to do is I need you to like, I need you to subscribe, I need you to tell people about this podcast and let them know that the Queenslayer has all sorts of information, especially dealing with small business and entrepreneurship, but we are a lifestyle podcast, so we do talk about life. And... If you do tell people about it, tag me and let me know that you've told people about it on Instagram at Onyx Queen Media, and I will repost you in my stories, and that will be my thank you to you. All right, you guys, just had to get that off my chest. I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Online savings simplified. Don't search for coupon codes ever again. With one click, Honey's smart shopping assistant will automatically apply discounts to your cart in seconds. Save on all your favorite things. Easily pay less for products you're already buying online. It's as easy as one, two, three. Join Honey for free. It takes two clicks to add Honey to your Chrome, Safari, Firefox, or Opera browser. Find savings in seconds. While you shop, Honey will find working promo codes across the entire internet, and you save instantly. With one click, Honey will apply the best deals to your cart. It's that easy. So what are you waiting for? Get Honey. Download it today. Visit our link 
tinyurl.com forward slash O-N-Y-X-H-O-N-E-Y. That's www.tinyurl.com forward slash Onyx Honey. Start saving right now.